Hi there, and welcome to Mugful of Mimosas, the podcast where no one has time for proper stemware. So grab your favorite cup and fill it on up for this week's episode, where I'm talking to my oldest friend, Shawnasia, about how to navigate being a minority in a predominantly white workspace. We dish about boundaries, how to prioritize yourself, and we wonder what brings out our inner Squidward, i.e. rage, when in the workplace. If you haven't already, make sure your cup is full before jumping in because the tea is hot and we have much to discuss. Uh, hi. Hello. 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 Uh, welcome to Mugful of Mimosas. I got some feedback that you, you weren't really hearing the clinking, so let's just do a clink. A rich clink sound. Hopefully that translates. Um, well, we should probably start by telling the people who you are. So who who are you? Sure. Um, hi, y'all. My name is Shanesha Black. I think I had a rebranding almost like Prince. Hmm. And this year have started to professionally use my full government name. So well, we were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. About how I actually find it so hard and weird to call you Asia. Yes. It, that just, just feels unnatural and yes. like wrong to me. Because we should probably let the people know how long we've known each other. Well, yeah, how do we know each other? We know each other practically since birth. Yeah, um, that's pretty true. Yeah. Uh, going on 30 plus year friendship. I feel like I want to say 33, but I can't do the math. That So that was actually what was sounding right to me. But then I was thinking about it and the the I was doing the math too. It has to be 32 at least because... We would have met in pre-K. Right. When we were four. Right. Because kindergarten is five. Yes. And so. Although I don't think I went to Immaculate for pre-K. For pre-K. Oh. I definitely remember kindergarten. kindergarten for sure. Because you were in Miss um, Julie's class. Yes. And I was a tulip. <laughs> Rose. Mm. Rose Rosa? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Yep. Miss Rosa too. Miss Rosa too. Oh, yeah. that hard ass. Uh, she was. <laughs> She was a special woman. Um, so we, yes, we've known each other basically since elementary school into middle school, which was the same place. Mm-hmm. Graduated mm-hmm. from there. So, so many people also don't Do understand that, that about mm-hmm. Catholic school. Yes. That it's just like, it's all one Prison. jam. Prison. <laughs> it's, ah! it's one long bit. It's, <laughs> we did our time. <laughs> And then, because we're glutton for punishment, we went to a Catholic high school because we decided, no, we needed more time in the pen. Uh, all, girls too. all girls high school. Yo, what was we thinking, bro? What was we thinking? I don't know about y'all. I chose that. I wanted to be in Manhattan. I, that. That part. I wanted I, to be in Manhattan. I wanted I to be in Manhattan. I feel like so my mom... I feel like my mom was like, you're going to all-girl high school. I don't think I had a choice. Oh, nah. I was just like, uh, where can I be in Manhattan? Yeah. That is where I would like to be. Is this Manhattan? Great. That you one. Know, and you know what's up. crazy? I think the fact that you and Natasha went to school in Manhattan, y'all were the plug for me to go there. Because I don't think, mm. I, me coming from the Bronx, you know how I had to like make sure my sisters got home and everything like right, that. Right, 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 right. So it's right. like, oh, I can go to school with Natasha oh, and Elizabeth. You know oh, them already. We'll, we'll go home together. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. When I really just wanted to be in the streets with my friends. Oh. In the, doing her right shit with my friends. <laughs> doing her right shit with my friends. So, yeah. So we've known each other since through all the years of all of our formative schooling. 
And then we but went then to y'all left me. No, no, no. See, and I'm very glad we touched on this topic because that's not what happened. What had happened was we Y'all went to the cold. The the tree of us. One to one tree. <laughs> <laughs> the tree of us was talking about going to school in like the new north, like New England area, right? Okay, but we we talked about it though. We talked about it. And I applied to those schools. And only those... I didn't apply anywhere else. Even though my mom's was oh, in Maryland. Oh, I wish y'all could see how I'm getting exposed right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the people know. <laughs> Let the people know <laughs> that me and Natasha, we did our time over there. Like, Bro. our schools were <laughs> next to each other. I saw her. I went to go pick her up, scoop her up. But we couldn't get you because you was in Florida. Bitch, I was shaking my ass. You was shaking ass. On Sink or Swim Tuesdays. Ay, Dios mío. Not going to class on Wednesday. Ay. I remember when I visited you and we went there. And the what is the one thing? <laughs> what is the one thing I I just said All one right. thing. I, I didn't say a lot of things. I was she just didn't. like, I didn't say, don't do drugs. Don't do blow, yeah. don't do coke, yeah. don't do weed, don't do this, don't do that, don't yeah. drink, don't get too crazy, don't do shots, mm-hmm. don't do any. I didn't say any of that. I said, don't smoke cigarettes because I don't smoke cigarettes. I said one mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. What was the thing that I said? You said, <laughs> now, now we'll talk about exposed. You had said, uh, the one thing I said, not to dance on the bar or the table. One of the things, one of the, like basically not to get on the the platforms that you should not get on. However, what you fail to realize is in like at Clark, that's what I was known for getting on top of bars and on top of tables. This dodo bird, this dodo bird, y'all. I said the, it was one thing there was, you could have done all all right, infinity All right. other things. But your friend, I don't want to name no names. But your friend, listen, who was Jackie is <laughs> a, her own entity, right? Okay. But I saw her get up and I said, "Oh, <laughs> we you mean can do six, this." Three, three hundred and fifty yes. pounds, Jackie. And I said, ma'am, she can do ma'am. it. I can ma'am. too. Ma'am, I can too. You was feeling real too familiar. I was I like, was. "Damn, this." <laughs> I said, "Don't get on the damn." But it was all right. It was all right. It, it was, was cute. People loved it. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. And then it started a trend. Cause then, then see, then I got in trouble mm. after the fact. Cause you started a trend. Cause then all the bitches wanted to get on the bar after exactly. the fact, and they would be like, "Oh, it was you and your friends?" And I was like, hey, "Excuse me, I'm mm-hmm. bringing y'all business, so mm-hmm. don't." Because she's a trendsetter. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've both sufficiently been exposed, pretty much, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know me, I'm not gonna let just lie yeah. without a tip for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's been our whole friendship. You want to talk about receipts. <laughs> you know your girl is cataloged. Mm-hmm. Cataloged. All right. So yes. what are we talking about here today? <laughs> oh, y'all. Oh, y'all. Talking about exposed. This is going to be a very honest, a very honest session. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I came today to talk about... Uh, what it's like being a minority in a corporate workplace that is predominantly white. I'm just going to call it like it is. Uh, because it is, I'm trying, I'm trying really hard not to use the word toxic, but that's how it feels to me. Mm. I'm trying to use different, uh, vocabulary. More recently, instead of saying triggered, I've been saying activated. If y'all use that, 
you know, just uh, <laughs> slap me a couple dollars. I literally had to explain today to my therapist why I was saying that. She's like, you you keep you keep saying that. Why? Why do you keep saying that? And I was like, so my best friend, she's, she's in like the word trigger. Yeah. So we've trans and she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, go on. Go yeah. on. But I'm just like, I had to like, like explain it to her. Because it's been so, it's been so weaponized, right? Like, yeah. they're like, oh, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. And it's like, mm, I'm activated. You know, like, mm-hmm. I feel some type of way. Um, So I don't know any other word to use for toxic, but it's just not a healthy space. Um, And I find that, I guess this mask or this cape that I had to put on before the pandemic I'm starting to put back on now and it feels so, it, it feels heavier, if that makes sense. Hmm. Like, what, it's, explain I that. understand what you mean, but uh-huh. explain it. Explain it. So, pre-pandemic, before we all had to sit down and really evaluate ourselves and evaluate our work culture, um, at least those that were self-enough aware to do so, I feel like, I don't want to generalize, but I feel like a lot of black women in particular, I'm, I'm talking from the lens of who I am, um, had to put on a cape, had to put on this like mask of like, I'm going to walk into this space. Someone's probably going to tell me good morning. And I really don't want to say good morning, but I'm going to have to be like, Oh, good morning. Mm -hmm. How do the small talk, you know, all of that jazz. And then there was a moment in the pandemic, whether good or bad, but we had a pause. Oh, we had a pause and it was like a relief. You know, I mean, I know that a lot of things, a lot of sadness, a lot of death came out of the pandemic. But for me, and it's so funny that Natasha's here because at that time I was doing this whole like uh, three word uh, adjectives for my, for my birthday year. Mm-hmm. And at that time, at that year it was like balance, boundaries and bravery or something like that. Right. And I got the balance and the no, I had the boundaries and the bravery down. And Natasha was like, oh, how are you going to balance? And I was just like. <sighs> Leave it to Natasha. Yeah. To yeah. fucking clock your ass. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm just like, damn, bitch, why you asking so many questions? Just believe. Just Didn't believe. Didn't Whitney and Mariah say believe? <laughs> um, and it was really funny because she was like, aren't you a Libra? And I was like, yes, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn, girl. Truly clocked. You don't, have to, you, don't have to, you don't have to come for me so hard. Um. <laughs> And I remember I said, I will work on it. I just need for things to kind of like pause for a bit. Mm. And I feel like God was like, oh, you need a, you need a pause. You need a break here. Hold my Bible and everything shut down. Right. Um, so when things started to pick back up and we started to come out, go outside more, I found myself feeling very anxious because I was starting to have to put that cape back on. I was starting to have to do the masking and Mm. it just, it felt heavier than before the pandemic, Mm. if that makes any sense. No, it does. It does make sense. Having the cape feel heavier, how has that changed how you move and operate in Mm. these spaces where white is prevalent and the standard and it's just, it's hard for me to say like, and the standard you're measured up to is against white because I, there is like, I I can name very few, if at all, standards that are like not white because 
standards are created by data and history and research and we've been doing that with white people yeah. not with yeah. black people people of color indigenous people you know asian people so how, how do you how has that heaviness of the mask changed how you are moving um i think just by being more aware of it has helped me realize it more. I think I wasn't realizing it. So putting Mm. it back on, I was like, oh, this feels like what that used to feel like, but it feels heavier because now I'm more cognizant of it. Um, Also, in just how life has um, worked, I found myself involved in um, oh, I should tell people what I do, right? I guess that makes sense <laughs> yes. because then that would, this would, I mean, I know a lot of us are in industries where they are predominantly white people, but I think. But I also want to yeah. respect the space of yeah. anonymity and right. give you room right. to like say what you need to say and still like have to go and deal with your white people. I mean, I think you already told the people that I was dancing on tabletops in Florida. So I don't know if any, like, <laughs> I think. Any anonymity is out the window, ah. right? Um, so well, to the graduating class, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your graduate, like I know exactly who that hoe is. Um, <laughs> so I am an interior designer in the uh, we call it A and D, but it stands for architecture and design world, um, which is predominantly white male facing. Mm. Just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, I get looked at like a unicorn when I walk into spaces and they're like, you're the interior designer? Yep. It's me. Hey. Hmm. How you doing? Um, so it it's like, I guess I'm just, as if I didn't already know that I was a black woman walking on this earth, in my industry, it's even more prevalent. Mm. So, in the pandemic, I found myself involved in an organization um, with the IIDA New York called Equity Council. We have a New York chapter, um, and our organization, our sorry, our sub chapter is called uh, Equity Council. And basically, our tagline is: We are trying to be the DEI resource for the interior, like for the architectural and design world. So we're having programming around conversations that have never been had before within the context of our industry. I helped lead a conversation around black hair. Like Ooh, no that. one, no one had talked about that I or thought to talk that. about that. We had a conversation around <laughs> colorism mm. and microaggression. And I think around Thanksgiving, we had what it meant to be American or not. But basically every time Ooh, we had, yeah, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. Every time that we had a conversation... Juicy. Or every time we had an event, the takeaway always was, thank you for having these conversations. No one is talking about this in our industry in such a safe and cavalier and honest way. Um, So I think with being cognizant of putting the cape on and also aligning myself with like-minded people who are trying to cultivate space for us to exist and break down these barriers and break down, you know, help take the cape off. I think that's how I've been moving forward Mm. now in this post pandemic world, Mm. but it is still exhausting. Mm. Like it is still tiresome um, because there are some good old boys who just don't want 
things to change mm-hmm. because they are used to their way. And, they and if have, you don't know what we're talking about, literally just go fucking watch Succession. It's all much. of those motherfuckers. Oh, I haven't watched that show. Oh, my fucking God. I don't have time for TV don't like that. Don't fucking waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> fucking angry. I... <sighs> Okay. We're not even going to talk about it. Yeah, we're not. Don't even waste your time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, I'm i activated now. Sorry. Sorry. I need to, like, <laughs> okay, you need a moment. You need a moment. She needs a moment. Take a sip. Let's take a sip. Let's take a sip. Okay. Let's take, take a, a sip. sip. Okay. okay. Well, well, how do you then, how do you protect yourself? Mm. How do you <laughs> prioritize you when you're in that space because folks sorry to like tell you this but the way to get to where my friend is is via therapy Mm -hmm. sorry if you're thinking that it was something else Mm -hmm. um it wasn't this podcast i wish it was because then i would be really really uh rich and famous but uh you gotta go to therapy to 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 help you understand your own self level of self-awareness mm-hmm. and like what your shortcomings are, like what you're comfortable with, all of that stuff in order to get there. But once you go do the therapy and do all the work and now you're at the place where you can make concerted choices to protect your peace, mm-hmm. how do you do that? Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I'm a big advocate for therapy to the point where... uh the next person I date <laughs> needs to have gone to therapy. Like mm. it is, it is now a Big staple Big in how I move in life. Um, and I think if I'm honest, I've had some tools given to me. I haven't landed on the therapist. I'm, 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 I've had a couple still working through that. I have one now that I like, I like her. I think she's cute. You suggested me, you suggested to me, uh, this Yay. therapy service. So we've met a couple times. I do like her. Um, but I th- think she has challenged me to th- sometimes know when it's like coming, like the things that I'm feeling are either from myself or an outside source, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So once I can understand where, I'm being activated from, right? Then I can properly regulate it. Um, it's kind of like acknowledging it. It's like, oh, okay, this is me. This is outside. Because if it's outside, it's like that don't got nothing to do with me, child. I right. can't. I can't change that. If it is something internal, then what are the steps that I need to do to change it? Starting with acknowledging it. Starting with accepting myself, and um, and then you know doing the next, depending on whatever it is. Like for example. And this is this is big for me. You know, this is big for me. Uh, the Monday we had off, I did absolutely nothing. Good. I, yeah, I did absolutely nothing. And I did not beat myself up mentally about it. Good. Good. Good for you. Which. That's big. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, I'm always working. Yeah. I'm always doing something. Jamaican. Because I hear my grandmother's voice in my head said, do something for something to you. Like, that's every time. Yes, legit. So I've had to, like, shut that voice down a little bit and um, just, like, like, it's okay to rest. It's okay to to just exist 
and that has helped a little bit with the protecting of myself. Hmm. And also, um, acknowledging or realizing when there are unrealistic expectations being put up, put on me by other people that Mm. are legit, just like not real. Like just, just, I don't want to say imaginary, but yeah, yeah, no, I understand what you mean. My therapist says to me all the time, don't shit on yourself. Right. Because when you shit on yourself, there's like, I shouldn't be anyway. That shouldn't be, that shouldn't have gone that. It like, should is not a real thing. Yeah. Like, should is what you wanted. Yeah. But not a real thing. Like, yeah. it happened the other way. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Or a more real conversation or more real example, because I was literally just talking about this. Um, I have a project. I'm not going to get too much into it, but I have a project and was told that, you know, we need to hurry up because we have a client presentation. Okay, we have a client presentation. What is the deadline? When when is this client presentation? Oh, we haven't set the date. So, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so okay, you so you there is no date. You just want a client presentation. It wasn't until like me continually asking and pushing for them to be like, well, we're actually we'll have a date when you finish X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, what the hell? You should have just, you should have just said all that. If I'm the one setting the deadline, then you should have just, you should have told me that. Right. Cause I'm here waiting on you to set the deadline. So like, and you're pushing me to this unrealistic imaginary deadline that doesn't exist. Right. And I'm like, you're stressing me out for what? Right. As right. opposed to being honest and be like, look, we would like to have a client presentation X date. And then we can work backwards, which I also asked them. I said, hey, what if we set an internal deadline within ourselves? Completely ignored that idea. Hmm. So I'm just like, all right, if there's no actual deadline and I'm the one setting it, now I have to, now I have to move accordingly to my schedule. And if you don't agree with that, give me a deadline. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think... To, the, to your earlier point about how do I protect myself, vocally saying things like that out loud mm-hmm. is, prote- is protecting. Like, hmm. spitting, like holding the mirror kind of up to their foolishness mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, how you really want me to move if you're not doing the things you need to do for me to do my son? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And my accent is coming out because my accent is coming out close in the office. These people, <laughs> these people have, they probably got like one more... <laughs> They got one more mishap before oh, my boy. I start flipping tables. Oh boy! And I hope they don't get there. I, I think I have a friend in the office who kind of wants that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like low key, he'll record the chaos it. bringer, mm-hmm. the chaos bringer. But Steven yeah. of your office, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Steven of my office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot. Well, since we're Close to wrapping this up, mm-hmm. what would you say to a young black professional mm. who cannot afford and or does not have time for and or does not have insurance for therapy, mm-hmm. who does not have the time for it because mm-hmm. they have to work multiple jobs in order to be able to afford to live? Yes. What would you now tell that person? Mm-hmm. If you could give them some advice about making sure that they 
protect and prioritize themselves when they find themselves in these predominantly white workspaces. Yes. Um, I, before I give my tips, I think that this younger generation, they're doing some things right in the sense that they're very aware of like better work environments and better, like, um, they're just a little bit more self-aware. I don't know. If I'm super activated. Yeah. I'm super activated. Yeah, I know. Like literally the Squidward in me immediately turned on. Cause I know. I'm just like, I just need you to come to work, bitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you don't fucking want to work, let me know so that I could hire somebody who does want to work because I just need a warm body in this spot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because these children are not going to fucking watch themselves. Cause if they would, I wouldn't even let them cause they would kill themselves. Yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> that's okay. I'm like, turn. Oh, you are coming at it from the education side and that's fine that's fair i'm coming at it from the honestly and this is this is the thing that like is just like killer and it does it won't change anything like i'm coming at it from the administrative side Mm. because it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter what field you're in like if your job is to make sure that there's enough people for shit to run yeah there needs to be enough people for shit to run. And there's a lot of times where there's just not going to be enough people for shit to run. And right. you have to figure out how to make shit run. And sorry, we're not even talking. No, it's okay. We're, go back to what you're talking about. It's okay. About. I, I, was, I was giving you the space and the freedom to run. I just like, it, we don't even need to talk about that. Child. Yeah. Um, so from not the administrator side, um, from definitely a, a creative side um, and a worker side, you know, um, uh, uh, I think that, and I've seen it exhibited. That's why I give them mm-hmm, that credit. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have some Gen Z coworkers who are like, my laptop is closed at 5.01 PM. Like, I'm so and not a I like more. look at it with like, and like you could, you might as well just draw the anime stars and like hearts mm-hmm. in my eyes. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, I wish I could be there where I want to be. Right. Where the people are. Where the Gen Zs um, are. So, right. And, and, and also like I do this sometimes and I don't know why I keep fooling myself, but like they'll leave their laptop at work. Meanwhile, I will drag mine all the way back to the Bronx. I won't even open it when I go home. But just the thought of bringing it there, like, oh, I could keep working, right? Because I'm so fixated to work. The but one anyway, time I didn't bring my motherfucking laptop when was it. when it literally disaster struck. Like, yeah. someone, like, took a child they weren't supposed to. And I was just like, well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We, we, we can talk about <laughs> another day. Our generation and the concept of work because I think we're screwed. So I just I just oh wanted to God. give Gen Z their props because I don't sometimes sure. I don't think they get their props. I right, agree. that was I just a small that. little small little moment. Um, but specifically to a upcoming Black uh, interior designer who's about to step into the workforce, find your people, find your tribe, like outside of even if it's outside of the office. I fully believe that. I've become more confident and more in my skills and my capabilities and who I am as a person in the fact that I belong in, in this workforce, in my specific office in this field, because I'm aligned with people who look like me in different age ranges, right? Um, hmm. And network. That's important. No, it is. It is really important. That different age ranges is also very important. It is very you important. You need to see the spectrum of it. You need to see the yeah. spectrum of it. Um and you know 
basically we the some people are like your lifestyle is so fun because we we were having events and things like that. Go to them, you know. Grab mm-hmm. a friend, go to them, make the connections because those connections will keep you grounded. A lot of my connections. Sometimes I'll go to them and be like, "Hey, girl." Da, 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 like this is, has this ever happened to you and then they're like yep that's happened to me I know and this is what you do x y and z hmm. and it's just like this networking across mm. not necessarily up mm. I think Issa Rae said that when it looks like you mm. is so key and so beneficial mm. and you can grab a friend who's not even not even in your industry if you just need a buddy to go with you to, to these events you know I'm good for it I've taken you I've taken you give me some fancy I'll schmooze I've taken you to your events I've taken Natasha I've taken you to my events Ooh. Ooh. oh not the fancy ones I'm sorry girl Ooh, I've taken I've taken Glenn Clocked. Glenn was my event buddy for a while because we were helping each mm-hmm. other um like she I, she would take me to her events i would take her to mine just so you have a like a familiar yes. space with you right uh because it is it can be new it can be um a little daunting it can be a little like yes. where do i even begin totally uh but yes get out there somehow find your tribe find your people love that yeah well we uh need to clink Hey, my glass is kind of empty-ish. Would you want more clink? Yeah, cheers. Well, uh, do you want to tell the people where they can find you if you want to be found? You want my, you want my professional Instagram? Or you I want, my, want you to share you want whatever my you are Inst- comfortable <laughs> with me putting on iTunes, Spotify, Pod, uh, Stitcher, Podchaser, Podchaser. all of that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let's do the professional one. Great, love it. Uh, Asia B dot designs on IG. Great. And is there anything that you want to plug? Any upcoming project? Anything with IDA coming up that you want to talk about? Oh, any um, anyone who may be interested in the industry in the architectural and design industry who might be curious about joining Equity Council, we are having a volunteer fair. July 26th, hit me up on Instagram and I will give you that information. Great. And I will put all this information in the description so you can always check there. Uh, Well, thank you. Let's do one more clink. Why not, right? Why not? Thank you for joining us. And well, I'm definitely having to have you back again because there's other things that we need to talk about too because since you're an interior designer, we obviously need to tell the people how to interior design their apartment. Although they can't do that because they cannot be a designer unless they got the credentials yes and right. we could we could talk about that a little bit more um but also she needs to get paid so i'm not gonna give away all of my secrets right 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 i'll give some tips for the people i'll i'll give some tips great love it love it all right well we'll have you then all right bye as always thanks so much for listening to this week's mugfuls of mosas with liz If you can, please leave me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, and follow me on Instagram or TikTok at LizLaughLoveNYC. See you next week, and I hope your cup stays full. Bye!